What do you call this is a robbery? In the you fucking pig's mom! And I'll execute every motherfucking last one of you! Right, that time of year where Joel puts in a shit ton of work uh, for our annual Eddie Awards. What? How many have we done now? Uh, this is our sixth annual Eddie oh, Awards. That's right. We've been doing this podcast for over five years now. This is longer than any relationship I've ever been oh, in. Jesus, okay. Congratulations. <laughs> this, this podcast. Holy crap. Uh, well, it's been another fun year. Uh, with mm-hmm. some uh, some fun banner moments and uh, no no I mean this is the year we we've added a third to the show that's with right Tess. this is Tess's uh, his Tess. first Eddie Award <laughs> and uh, and, and excited I mean we just got done doing our pre show talking that's about right, the red carpet talking about Star Wars the uh, the rise of Skywalker coming soon and now we are here to uh, to celebrate. The highlights or lowlights, however you want to uh, consider it. Highlights uh, for us, yeah. lowlights for the winners. <laughs> winners we use in quotations. That's right, finger quotes. Uh, so yeah, no, we've got several categories. Joel worked tirelessly mm. uh, on putting all this together. Thank and you, sir. I, I can't believe that, and this is something you look forward to. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I look forward to it, Bob. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, I do it every year. I took it upon myself. I thought it was going to be uh, easy. Oh, just, we'll do a, a clip show, <laughs> I right? really thought that the podcast was only going to be uh, around for like two years. Yeah, I really didn't think we'd make it this far, <laughs> frankly. And uh, here we are. I've, I've uh, painted years, myself into a we've corner. Done, we've done one live show, yet six award <laughs> shows. one sponsor. <laughs> we've had two sponsors. What? Did we have two? I thought we had... Well, technically, Duncanville Bookstore was one of our Okay, sponsors. that's true. That's true. Our friend Brian Hodges, friend of the show, uh, visit Duncanville Bookstores. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. We should cut that part out. He's not sponsoring. Yeah, yeah he doesn't sponsor anymore. What the fuck? <laughs> um, no, but you work on this every year. Like, you are marking down every episode. You're marking down impressions. You're marking down recasts. That's right. You put all that stuff together. Usually, every year, we have a recast special. We did this uh, year, too. And we did, I mean, it got out a little bit late. But, That's right. You know, usually I was hosting you, you Christmas together, this year. These so. fucking recast specials are an episode within themselves. That's like, right. Just going through all those. And it's super funny going back and seeing, like, what we've cast. I think the thing that I like the most mm-hmm. is going back and seeing, like, at the beginning of the year, and this year wasn't the only time we've done that, where, like, you or I, usually me, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> like, have this declaration, we're going to do this. That's this right. This year we're going to do this. Mm-hmm. Like, the beginning of this year was every month we're going to do an, <laughs> a, a movie that's based on an animated franchise. <laughs> how, do, how many months did we get into that? We probably did six. We did, like, half of the year. seven, yeah. Not bad. And then we just jettisoned it. We were yeah. like, fuck Can't this. stick the landing. Um, no. We, we got bored easily. <laughs> Which I, it's, kind of, it's kind of my problem. That's what I, you have to look forward to, Tess. I can never stick the landing. Uh, so, no, but... But yeah, it's funny going back and, and hearing that and going, oh, yeah, that was a good idea. Uh, too bad we didn't stick with that. Uh, but I no, said I didn't think there were 12 movies that we could do. You fucking for that st- you stick with every year. You put this stuff together. Uh, and uh, and I'm excited. I'm excited to see yes. who the winners are. These the categories that you've put together, the, the nominees. That's right. Uh, a lot of hard work. Uh, has gone into it. And but the biggest uh, effort is put in uh, by you, the listeners, because uh, we asked you to vote, and uh, vote you did. Some of you maybe a little more than you wow. should have. <laughs> we'll come to that later. But uh, like you... One category has like 200% more votes than any of the oh, other ones. I think it's a little more 200% there, buddy. Like 1,000%. Uh, but we'll talk about that later. But uh, yes, you get to Fuck choose... Fuck you 1,000%. All of the... Fuck you to your asshole. It's purple donkey asshole. Was that the, the line that Tony Stark said in Endgame? Exactly. Yeah, where fuck he's you like, 1, I, I am, I am inevitable. He's like, <laughs> fuck you, 
<laughs> Your purple donkey asshole. <laughs> I don't remember that cut. Of the that's the that's the uh, Snyder cut. <laughs> yes, that's right. Oh, okay. <laughs> release the Snyder the cut. The Tom Snyder <laughs> cut. It's <laughs> a deep cut. Uh, uh, all right, so I mean, let's just get into it. Let's do it. Uh, we're going to kick things off with uh, the, much the way that the Oscars does, where they always start with uh, a couple of big big awards. Right? You don't want to get get out of the editing and get the sound design. You know, let's get those out of the way. We want to get right into the juicy ones. Yes. So we're going to start off with uh, the worst actor oh, from wow. a film uh, that we reviewed from the 2019 season. And of course, as always, uh, my lovely brother, uh, Lauren Burns. Very lovely. Lovely brother, my Bernson. favorite Burnson, as, as Joe always says, uh, has been kind enough to uh, do the uh, officiating honors. So uh, take it away, Lauren Burnson, for the worst actor of uh, 2019. And the nominees for worst actor are Adam Sandler for Jack and Jill. Shaquille O'Neal for Steel. Hulk Hogan for Santa with Muscles. Jared Leto for Suicide Squad. Taylor Lautner for The Twilight Saga, New Moon. I don't, it's hard to pick a winner or a loser, I guess, in this <laughs> yes. category. Like. Like how do you uh, how do you swing this? Because Shaquille O'Neal is horrible. Yes, he is yeah. insanely bad. But he's and not an actor. Terrible. He's not an actor. Neither and some is... would say the same things about like Hulk Hogan. Well, yes. Even though he not. made a career in television, acting like he was beating people up, uh, like yes. beating Andre the Giant. But then you look at stuff like Adam Sandler. And Adam Sandler on his own is bad. Oh yes. Then you double it. So, <laughs> do you get extra points as a bad actor? For being twice the bad actor in one movie. My head's about to explode. I know, right? It's like beautiful mind kind of shit. Regardless, my answer is no. I I don't know. I think for me, the worst performance that we got Mm -hmm. this year, uh, I I like the Shaquille O'Neal option. (laughs) I do think that, like, not only is he not an actor, Mm -mm. but he should at least still be able to pronounce words correctly. He he can't even get the basics down of being... A film star. Yeah. Yeah. He did uh, not. Annunciation. <laughs> but I'll tell you what. What's funny is the connection in this category mm-hmm. that Shaquille O'Neal became much more fun to watch in movies because of Adam Sandler. Watching Shaq in Adam Sandler movies the grown-ups, yeah. is in Grown Ups. Oh, he's in, in Jack and Jill with yeah. his ham. Oh, that's right. He's the best yeah. part of the movie. Like, he got better working with these comedians. So as long as he's playing himself. And Steel, mm-hmm. not, not it. Well, my pick is uh, Jared Leto because uh, I'm, I'm kind of going the opposite. Like, he should have known better. He should have yeah. made better choices. Um, and maybe it's not all his fault. Maybe it was, uh, you know, the, the direction that they How do you that tell they someone, though, like, this is this iconic role. Mm-hmm. Think of the people that have played the role before. Right. Jack Nicholson, mm-hmm. Heath Ledger. You're going to be the next in that legacy. You're going to be the Joker. Yeah, big shoes yeah. to fill. But we're going to do something big different clown with shoes it. To and he's like... Okay. All right. Well, let me. I'll, who knows what the public's gonna like? Let me jump on this while it's at because if I don't, someone else will, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's probably gonna be the next big thing. And it wasn't. No, right. <laughs> it absolutely wasn't. Audiences were not having any of his take, no, and no. Uh, I have to agree. I don't like that portrayal of the Joker, um, and I think they're uh, they're veering hard from that. What do you think, Tess? I I had to go with Adam Sandler. No, oh. Jill. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. I mean. I love him, but not in this. And I don't like double. <laughs> oh, yeah. You put two like, on top they, of two. They, I put two on top. It's like they, uh, and it always seems to happen with the worst actors where uh-huh. they do movies where they double them up. Like like Van Damme had a movie where there were two of him oh, called like right. Double really? Impact or yes, something. Of yeah, <laughs> where it's like it's Van Damme and Van Damme. Oh, no, <laughs> what would be As better? Twin brothers, mm-hmm. double Van Damme. Um, 
So who did the listeners decide was the worst actor? Well, Joe, the listeners have spoken, uh, and they have chosen Hulk Hogan for Santa with, with Muscles, muscles. as oh, the wow. worst actor this That's year. That's joke. right. Man. Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, so I'll tell you, in a late pick in the year. I oh, think yeah? It was what? The second to last movie oh, we Oh, that's right. About. We just did that in December. Wow. Yeah. Santa with muscles. That's Santa right. with muscles. I, I feel like of, of the bad movies that we've talked about, mm-hmm. Santa with muscles is probably up there as one of the worst. worst. Maybe one of the top three worst movies. Well, we've stick around about. for later in the show then because it is nominated in the worst <laughs> film category and uh, maybe it'll, uh, it'll, it'll take both honors home. Right. Well, before we get to that, <laughs> yeah. let's celebrate some performances from uh, some actresses. The fairer gender. Well, oh. I mean, I guess. <laughs> I'm looking at some of the nominees here. Maybe not so much. <laughs> well, let's hear who those nominees are right now. Take it away, Lauren. And the nominees for Worst Actress are Malin Ackerman for Rampage, Annabeth Gish for Steel, Jennifer Love Hewitt for I Know What You Did Last Summer, Kristen Stewart for The Twilight Saga, New Moon. Alyssa Milano for Double Dragon. I love the little Californians he snuck in there with the Stuart. So, Ooh, what are you doing I, here? I feel like it's so unfair that we didn't nominate the woman who was the lead actress in Santa with Muscles because she was horrible. Equally as bad. <laughs> but do we have a best supporting? Or do we just no, do no, actor and actor? Yeah. I was about to say, like... show would go on forever, Ed Be- Is Ed Begley Jr. nominated for anything? Well, he could be. <laughs> no, but that actress was really bad. I'm surprised she didn't get... And I feel like she didn't get nominated because nobody knows who the fuck she is. <laughs> well, and yet we have Anna Meth Gish, who nobody knows who the fuck for, she is. St- Dude, she was in Mystic Pizza. Oh, oh I stand corrected. <laughs> Tess, you that know great, Mystic Pizza, right? That, that great film. Right? I think it was Mystic Pizza that she was in. She's fantastic. She's been in a few things. No, guys, hands down, Malin Ackerman in Rampage. Mm. Malin Ackerman's so bad. I have to agree for the same reason that I didn't like Jer- Jared Leto, which is she should know better. She's been in better films. She's been better in other films. And no. this one, she just was not able to capture the, the tone that they were going for. No. Well, well I've, mm-hmm. I've run into this issue with her before. Like Even in Watchmen as mm-hmm. uh, the second Silk Spectre. Yep. Uh, Sally, is it Sally Jupiter? No, sure. she's not Sally Jupiter. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> but she's, yeah, she was, she's in a good movie. I like the Watchmen film. Mm-hmm. So she's in a good film, but her character is pretty rough. In fact, I think her best performance, if I really think about it, her best performance is probably as Freak Show's wife in Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Oh, oh. I forgot that was her in that. Yeah, it's, she's funny in that. And that's because she's playing off of three hilarious people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, no, but, dude. It was definitely Kristen Stewart is the worst. Oh, no, really? <laughs> Anything Don't you does. feel like she's too easy of a target? I though? know. That's like the easy choice. Yeah, but everything she does is terrible. That's why I <laughs> oh, <hate> it. <laughs> You know, I got to admit. Sorry, go ahead, Tess. And I hated this movie as well. Yeah? Like, well, I hated it, but it's just it had that long-standing thing from It's so bad. Yeah, and everything I've seen from her and just actually having to sit down and watch her in this. Uh-huh. They, <sighs> so so oh, he, okay, they, had, they had that Snow White and the Huntsman movie on, on cable over the weekend that we caught a little bit of, and I'm, yeah. and I'm like, she's supposed to be Snow White? Like, she's supposed to be the pleasant, the most beautiful woman? Like, maybe that's a different Snow White than I'm... <laughs> my, my Snow White likes to smile. Here's the funny thing about that, though. 
the fact that they franchised that movie. She's not out, get any woodland in the, animals in the sequel. They cut her out completely. Yeah, exactly. And kept Chris the Hemsworth. Huntsman. It was just the Huntsman. People weren't having any of it. I think they even brought Charlize Theron back, and Everybody, she dies she in the dies. first one. Oh my god! <laughs> I think they brought back the corpse of Bob Hoskins to be oh, in the no. second one, but Kristen Stewart was not invited. Right. Here's my thing about Kristen Stewart: is that New Moon just as, as a whole is a bad movie. Correct. And it's horribly written. Accurate. It's horribly conceived. Rampage is at least fun. It's great. There's yeah. so much fun shit going on in that movie Except that, Mal- like, Malin Ackerman, <laughs> even with her co-star, the guy that plays her brother, he seems to get it. He mm-hmm. gets the tone where it's like, her performance, she's just not nailing it at all. Um, where did this go, Joel? Well, um, it's funny that we're talking about Christian Stewart because she is... The winner of the Worst Actress yes. Eddie Award for wow. 2019. Yeah, that's right. We said it was predictable, and um, well, look at that. It our is, listeners it, are true to it's that. It's kind of a big win too. Like there's, oh a, yeah, there's a wide margin between her and Alyssa Milano in second place. Yeah, surprising. In love, Double Dragon, I love her. Yeah, you love Alyssa. I love Alyssa Milano too. Double Dragon was a shit movie, you but know, I loved Alyssa Milano. I only listen to her uh, say "Boa Bobo" so many times in that film. <laughs> Switch but off. I can listen to you say it all the time. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Um, well, that was a pleasant surprise you just said. Oh, really? Like, oh, I was pleasantly are surprised you, are, by that compliment. That's a great what? segue. <laughs> and also, we were talking about Rampage, and Rampage uh, is, I think, going to show up in this category that we have next, which is the best pleasant surprise of 2019. Now, this is a film that um, we had either low expectations going into. Um, well, you, yeah, usually it's one or mm-hmm. the one of us, uh, either one or both, yes. hasn't seen the movie. Right. And then, like, we go into it and, like, which one had the biggest reaction. Right. So sometimes this is, like, a pleasant surprise for you, but it was also a pleasant surprise for me when I first saw it, uh-huh. even though it uh, wasn't uh, the first time I saw it on the podcast. Sure. Uh, oh, that's very confusing, but uh, maybe Lauren can help us suss it out in this next category. Take it away, Lauren. And the nominees for Best Pleasant Surprise are The Sorcerer's Apprentice, What We Do in the Shadows. Friday After Next, Rampage, Austin Powers in Goldmember. I'm surprised that Austin Powers got uh, got nominated. Oh, yeah? Because, well, because I liked it, but I don't think, I didn't get the impression that you, I, did. I don't remember, did you? I did. I, uh, I we, we had plenty to poo-poo, but uh, <laughs> at the same time, Cocky poo-poo. I remember saying, because this movie came out like a couple of years after Austin Powers 2, but if it would have come out like 10 years afterwards, like this would have been a, a fantastic reboot. Like it hit all sure. of the notes that the original, it was all the things that the original Austin Powers did right that uh, the second one kind of faltered. It was just on. a little. It was a little too soon, so it felt like more of the same. Exactly. Give it a ten year break, and this is a this is a great film. Uh, I I have to admit, like I enjoyed all of the movies on this list. So I don't know. I, I'm trying to think which ones have did I not see before. Hmm. Uh, and and there's one. Uh, in oh. fact, there's every time we record. I play a scene from it. Yes, you do. Before we record, and it's like it's you're a pump up from what we do in the shadows. Uh-huh. I, I watch the Biscetti scene, oh and I yeah. to this day I'll watch it and still laugh as hard it as never I laugh old. the first time I saw the movie. Nick is the best. It's one of those guys. There are things that happen in your life. The Challenger shuttle explosion. Nine <laughs> eleven. Where were you? Where were you? The uh, what we do in the shadows. I still remember. Watching it on my laptop, sitting on my couch, my wife's asleep, my kids asleep, and I'm watching this movie, trying not to fucking laugh like <laughs> Max, Katie, and Cape Fear because I don't want to wake them up. 
but I am fucking dying watching this movie. It's great, man. Uh, yeah, dude, it is. It is so good. I I have to go. Like my personal choice. What right. we do in the shadows has got to be at hand. I mean, uh, clearly that's my vote too. But uh, I did enjoy Rampage mm-hmm. quite a bit. It was good. I mm-hmm. did like Rampage, but I went with Friday After Next. Uh-huh. I loved it. It was so. It's been so long since I had seen it. Yeah, and seen it again. I told you it's going to be my new Christmas movie. Now. Bingo! <laughs> I got action. <laughs> well, it was nice to see John Witherspoon back on screen again. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but but boy, <laughs> R.I.P. the Great. <laughs> so uh, who who won? Well, um, Joe, I think you and I will both be pleasantly surprised by the winner because it is what we do in the shadows. Biscetti. By a landslide, man. People love that film, and rightfully so. Holy shit, yeah. Yeah, wow. It's like, that's, that's a big margin. Yes, over yeah. half of the votes, I believe, went to uh, that film. That's really good. Have you, have you watched any more of the TV show? I have, you No, know, I haven't. I saw the first uh, maybe three or four episodes. I liked it. I think it's funny. Um, I'm such a binge watcher now. I'm so spoiled by Netflix and all uh-huh. the streaming where I just like... And I, Disney Plus. I need it. And Disney Plus. I need it on demand. I need it uh, to, to fit my time. And I just haven't gotten uh, the recording down for that. So I'll, uh-huh. I'll have to wait until the entire... And maybe now it is. Maybe the entire season is some yeah. streaming somewhere. It seems like the kind of thing that would probably be easier if you binged it. Yeah, absolutely. And it, I can't imagine watching the movie in parts. Like, the uh, watching just that one scene, mm-hmm. it's so hard to stop. Oh, yeah. And not want to watch the rest it's of the movie. It's got a great flow. Because, like, I love that scene, but then as soon as I start watching that, I'm like, mm-hmm. well, shit, I need to get to the part with the werewolves. We're like, I, I, we're werewolves, not swearwolves. Not swearwolves. And, like, <laughs> oh, you got, that's a new shit. Take that off. It's a new shit. You're going to rip right through that. Rip right through that. Like, oh, my God. Tess, have you seen what we do in the shadows? No. I've just seen God, I've dude. just seen the clips that you always show me of the crazy the Bro, spaghetti. The spaghetti. It's uh, the biscotti. <laughs> yeah. And and that brings me back to what I had talked about like last week or the week before where I just I feel like we need to have you watch some of, of our highlight movies yeah. so that way like we can get your take on it. Uh <laughs> yeah. all right. So that uh, I think is a good segue into mm. our guilty pleasures. That's the movies right. that we enjoy that maybe you enjoy that I didn't or mm-hmm. well, whatever. Like for me, I would go to a film like No Holds Barred. Joel hates that movie Can't with a burning it. passion, but there is something about, or even Masters of the Universe. Really? There's something about that movie that I'm like, oh, but I love it. I love watching it. You know, maybe it's because I like the cheese, or it reminds me of a simpler time mm-hmm. of just being a kid watching movies. But we all have those guilty pleasures. That's and right. We definitely have them here. On the podcast. That's right. We sure do enough to fill a category that we like to call the best guilty pleasure. And the nominees for best guilty pleasure are Transformers, Sister Act, Dodgeball, a true underdog story, 300, The Rocky Horror Picture Show. Juice? Mm-hmm. I hear you in the background. You're like, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a, all those, you're like nodding your head. Yeah. All I gotta say is, fuck the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, <laughs> yep. You. Uh, I don't even know what that is. We're not. A- <laughs> I was. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only one I did know. <laughs> and I don't intend to learn. Nope. Did you not watch that one? Nope. Nope. <laughs> I watched all the other ones. <laughs> so, that's so I'm guessing be, that's not that's your pick. No. Just like, I'm gonna go with that Rocky movie. <laughs> it sounded is that fun. Stallone? <laughs> it was not. Is that the one where he fights the Russian? <laughs> Who's trying to kill him? <laughs> it's some haunted house. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, 
looking at this list, mm. they're really I feel like <laughs> as far as guilty pleasures go, mm-hmm. I can't call any of these guilty pleasures. Oh, I mean, really? There, there are some of these movies that I dig. I mean, yeah. there, you know what? There's one more than than most. But what would you have put on the I, list? I, I had, what what, what oh, was your guilty pleasure of this year? What was the movie that I enjoyed? Let me let me look at the worst yeah. picture nominees. Well, while you do that, uh, <laughs> I have to admit that uh, I think Sister Act is mine. Really? Mostly because I remember it being a better film. And then when we watched it again last month, I was like, oh, man, this is so... I don't know, maybe Undercover Heat. Speaking to... (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I excluded pornographic (laughs) films from the categories because, yes, that's all of our guilty pleasures, You did that. It's one of the worst picture nominees. That is true. It's not like Undercover Heat. It's a family show, Joe. It can't be a guilty pleasure. (laughs) I just love that. Even though it totally is. Yeah. Oh, uh, that would have been a good one. But no, Sister Act, uh, it, it's charming. I still like it. I still recommended it. But uh, I also recognize maybe maybe not a great film. I, I, I mean, I like Dodgeball. Yeah. But yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say that it's a guilty pleasure movie because I don't think feel it's like... it's good? I don't know. I, I, yeah, I feel like it's a good comedy. Yeah. I feel like there's nothing to feel guilty about. Like, this is a strong comedy. Well, I, I like it. There's some misogyny. Yeah. Some, uh, there's misogyny in Sister Act. Yeah, there's some it, homophobic There's tone. some racism in Sister Act. Yeah. No. Well, what? Yeah. What? <laughs> when Maggie when Maggie Smith walks into the office and she just yeah. sees Whoopi and she's like, no, she can't stay here. It wasn't because of the color of her skin, Absolutely Joe. Absolutely was. Because of the way she carried herself. Oh, in her and black skin. The way she was dressed. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Maggie Smith. Tess, Fuck please, McGonagall. Please save us. What was your uh, guilty pleasure? I liked, It was Dodgeball. I mean, because mm-hmm. it was such a... It was a movie from... A while ago that still to this day made me laugh so made me laugh a lot and it was a guilty pleasure because the goofiness of the things that we laughed about yeah from right. back then i guess I, in a way you know what i mean i guess if i had to pick something that was like a guilty pleasure though mm-hmm. i guess it would be 300 really? just because 300 gave me that feeling that like sometimes the rocky movies do where yeah. like by the end i'm like oh yeah fuck yeah come on let's do this let's let's and, kick some ass and like, that no women likes yeah, 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 no, no, no extra, extra Well, I'm just saying, uh, generally, that's that's a dude's film. And as is 300. Yeah. I mean, then you've got like, uh, what's his name, the the lead actor who's just like yeah. over enunciating everything. Yeah. Is Apex that he had? <laughs> yeah, the yeah, he's photoshopped. Yeah, so I I uh, I just downloaded Angel Has Fallen. Oh yeah, mm. there's you, the third of the those Olympus. Those are actually some fun, Speak of guilty pleasures, those the, are some fun movies. They are, but it is really weird seeing him now, like how he's aged. Uh oh. Like no, it's not. Uh oh. It's just that <laughs> we all get older, and he has gotten older, mm-hmm. and it's like, wow, you do not look like Leonidas anymore. Like I bet the first thing those guys did when they finished filming 300 fucking McDonald's. was fucking Burger King McDonald's. Like, yeah. give me a fucking burger. <laughs> Want all the fat you uh, have? <laughs> all of it. Like, like, like Ron Swanson. <laughs> give me all the fat you have. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. You probably heard. Get me <laughs> a, a lot, lot of, of fat. Egg and bacon. I mean, no. give me. All of your bacon. Well, uh, judging on your opinions, uh, maybe Dodgeball, a true underdog story, did not deserve to be on the guilty pleasure list because our audience agreed with us. And in fact, Dodgeball is the winner of the best guilty pleasure for 2019. Congratulations, Dodgeball. Can't keep a good dog down. The average Joe's coming in strong. Yeah. I enjoyed it. You dodge a wrench. Dodgeball. Oh, stay tuned for our uh, yeah. in memoriam section. Oh, spoilers! Maybe we'll hear from him later. So, one of the fun things that we do here mm-hmm. on the show—not not just singing with each other every episode, uh, although that as well—we we do that. Uh, I A think lot. we we have fun with impressions. And what I like now is that we have Tess with us. Oh yes, and uh, and the fact that like we get we get a new 
a new flavor when it comes to doing flavor. impressions. Careful. And stuff. Yeah, a little spice. Even though, like, <laughs> listening to Tess do impressions is almost like listening to him sing. Oh, my God. <laughs> and that's... Beautiful, right? It's kind of off-key. Like, whenever he does an impression, it's like, I don't think that's what that is. I can't stay in Like, the you'll impre- do an Italian accent, and I'm like, is that Jamaican? What are you... <laughs> it's it's yes. like, I can't stay in the impression. It's like, I get it there, but then I try to find my lose sweet it. spot. You mean I'll you can't it. do a Jesse the Body Ventura? <laughs> that was the last episode. Nobody can do that for this <laughs> Can you do it? Do your Jesse the Body. No. <laughs> Jesse the Body Ventura. Jesse the Body Ventura. <laughs> It's not bad. Not bad. It's a good start. Uh, oh, it's, my God. <laughs> I, it's like I just want to do Macho Man Randy Savage so much. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, brother. Holy Come shit. on. <laughs> what, what is your favorite just, impression? Can you, what, my what's favorite your best impression? impression? What can you do? What can my, Tess do? Yeah, what can I, Tess do? I, um, like when people are like, oh, man, Tess does this voice. It's really good. Do it. Man, they just say I sound like Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Which is funny. Like, Dude, we went to how, can, every year. I can do Dave Chappelle. I don't hear impressions. It. I don't we do an annual work retreat. We talked about this. <laughs> I don't the first one we did last year, uh-huh. uh, the 2018 one. Yeah. We went to Austin, and one of the guys in our company walks up to Tess. It's the day we're leaving. Mm-hmm. Walks up to Tess, and he's like, I meant to tell you, and I knew exactly where he was going to go oh, with no. it. And I was like, abort. And I'm like straight up out loud going, uh-uh. Abort. Uh-uh. Abort. Don't, don't do it. Uh-uh. <laughs> and he's like, you sound just like Dave Chappelle. And I'm like, no, he doesn't. Nope, not at all. He no. sure doesn't. That's some racist shit. You think he does because he's black, and that's all you see right now. <laughs> wow. And I am so embarrassed. But see, I actually, you know what? I actually respect it because I love Dave Chappelle. So for people, so to, say okay. that, for people to say that I remind them of Dave yeah. Chappelle, that's mm-hmm. a great thing. I, I could be worse people. There yeah. could be worse people. Yeah, I like Drew Carey. I, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Drew Carey's you know not what? that bad. <laughs> you look like on Love. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, see? If someone said that, I'd be like, well, I I, if, if someone said that to me, I'd be like, wow, Tess, you oh. look just like Monique. I'd be like, oh, oh really? Is, is that where I am in life? And like, that would really you, be you me. Mama Porter. Oh, 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 no. <laughs> Sorry. It's a little crass. This is the Eddie. This is the, that's, my, that's my show. Monique Family impression. Friendly. There you go. It's my Monique impression. I don't think it's ever going to be nominated. No. No. Uh, but what is nominated this year, Tess, that impersonation did not keep you off of the uh, best impersonation list of this year. Uh, you are still on it as well as many others. Nice. Really just many, two Just other the people. three of us. <laughs> <laughs> many others. Three is many. <laughs> it is. Three is company. Lauren, tell us who the best nominees for <laughs> best impersonation are. Is. Three's company too. <laughs> And the nominees for Best Impersonation are Joe as Jay Baruchel. I feel like that's a Jay Baruchel. Like, that's what he brought. He was like, yep. you know what might be funny? <laughs> Guys, if I do this, like, have you ever seen this movie called Raiders of the Lost Ark? <laughs> it's pretty good. So I'm going to do that thing where he grabs it and, and kind of balances his hand. <laughs> I'm gonna try it. All right, so just film it, and if it works, that's pretty good. We'll uh, we'll use it. Every and t- if not- <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty. Joe as Christopher Walken. We got the more evidence against 89 year old Wagner. Yeah, that's right. They suspect him now in uh, Natalie Woods. They think uh, there was an accident or something back in the day, and he talked Christopher Walken into covering up for him. Don't worry, Robert. <laughs> I'll cover it up for you. <laughs> They'll never find it. <laughs> 
<laughs> you always got to end on that. You got to do that. Like, low and gravelly. No one ever does that part of the impression. Yeah, it's Everybody very... always does like this. That's right. But Kevin they forget Pollock. that he usually throws in a little bit of that. <laughs> Joe and Tess as Bernie Mac. Uh, I wish Bernie Mac were still with us. He would have been my... Oh, I guess we're, we're casting dead people, so Bernie Mac is my... It's Santa with muscles. They're <laughs> <laughs> trying to stop Christmas. I gotta take care of these children. <laughs> what do you mean you want some milk and cookies? What do you mean you want some milk and cookies? Santa eats cookies. Okay. Joe as Mrs. Doubtfire. Other movies from 1993. Ooh. The Fugitive. Ooh. Groundhog Day. Yes. Schindler's List. Mrs. Doubtfire in the Line of Duty, The Piano, What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Sorry, you read that as Mrs. Doubtfire in the Line of Duty, and now I'm picturing a crossover. <laughs> oh, they're goes, trying to kill the president. <laughs> <going> to <laughs> Dude, I want to see that mashup so badly. She's throwing coconuts. You know she wants you if she turns around. Drive-by fruiting. It's a drive-by fruiting on the president. <laughs> Black Hawk down. <laughs> Joe and Joel as Batman and Bane. Tom Hardy's so good in that movie, though. Like he, the moment he shows up, he steals it. He's so fucking charismatic. Yeah, I love him. Uh, and then what does Chris Nolan do? The next yes, movie he has ruins him, him, puts him behind a fucking mask. I was born in a darker. I like that. I think you should do an entire episode in your Bane voice. <laughs> right, just look, this week on the editing bay. <laughs> it's rampage. Oh my god, who should I be then? Eleven Eleven. If you're, if you're, oh, make a wish. You can do. Uh, you can. You can be Christian Bale, but Christian Bale as Dark Knight. Chris- so he has to do the voice. <laughs> It's the editing bay right What did you do this weekend, Joel? (laughs) (laughs) I went to Minnesota. (laughs) Man, it's so fun. But the thing is, like, hearing it, Uh uh, like, I I voted voted for you guys. Like, Mm. I voted for Joel. Oh, thank you. Um, I didn't vote for the uh, the Batman Bane one just because it's like oh that one that one's really good. It's fun. Um, we don't always get to play off of each other with impersonations. No, do we? we we don't. And uh, and uh, it's like hearing myself. I hear it and I go oh that's not as good. Like my better Jay Baruchel impressions, I guess, were last well, year. We could have made an entire category out of your best Jay Baruchel impersonation because he was a reoccurring theme throughout <laughs> yeah, 2019. I don't know where that started, man. Because we did the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Oh, we were going to do the month of Jay. Oh, that's <laughs> Remember right. that in the month of May, we were gonna, we had this whole plan. I was like, we should do the month of Jay, and it's just all Jay Baruchel movies. Oh I'm glad we didn't do <laughs> Thank that. Thank you for not doing that. I'm glad we didn't do that. Not since the the month of anime or whatever it was. <laughs> your anime a month. Idea. Uh, okay, I mean, you know what? Idea. I'm trying to come up with ideas. <laughs> I'm trying to come up with ways to keep it fresh. Uh, all right, so let's just get into this. Who who won the best impersonation? Well, Joe, um, the award goes to you, my friend, for your Christopher Walken impersonation. Oh, really? Which, yeah, absolutely, oh, man. By a landslide, people man. love some uh, some walking, <laughs> and you got a good one. <laughs> These boots were made for walking. We, we accept walkins, and that's just what they'll do. <laughs> What One of these days, these boots are going to walk all over you. <laughs> See, there you go. We know the rule now. got to go low and gravelly at the end. <laughs> at the end. You don't do it at the beginning. You're not like, Mm-mm. One of these days, these boots are going to walk all over you. Well, so, yeah, Christopher Walken can do anything. You gotta, no, anything. not He's everything. He's going to mix it up. Can't fly. He can dance. <laughs> if he want to. You can dance if, if you, you want to. <laughs> you can you leave your friends behind. Because <laughs> if your friends don't dance, if they don't dance... Then they got this uncomfortable hunk of metal <laughs> shoved up Dance. their ass. <laughs> there we go. Nicely done. A little Nicely encore done. performance for you. Yes. 
uh, I don't know, man. Deserving. I, the Batman and Bane one I thought was really fun That's because fun. what the listeners didn't hear mm-hmm. is that I think we continued on a little bit longer. All these continue on much farther. Maybe than a little bit longer than they need to. Choose, to. Yes. Yeah. That's but, the fun thing about doing this podcast. That's right. Uh, yeah, no, thank you. I appreciate it. Yes. Uh, Humbly accept your Everybody who, who voted, uh, I think you should have your heads examined because <laughs> there are some good impressions going on that Joel didn't put on. Uh, there are plenty of impressions that Joel does on his own. I don't know why he only gives me what? the attention there, but that's very nice. Not nearly as entertaining. Thank you but so thank much. You. Uh, all right, so uh, so moving on. Moving right along. We're about uh, halfway through. Oh, shit. And uh, before we uh, mix things up a little bit, let's, let's do one more category, Joe. How about okay. one more? That sounds good. This one is going to be uh, our most polarizing film. Wouldn't you say that th- this category is a lot like... Best pleasant surprise, like it's there, well. There's for so many ways that you could say like best pleasant surprise, uh, for, it best was, guilty pleasure. These were a surprise for one of us, and and not always a pleasant surprise. So so basically, I mean, it's in the name. It's basically a movie where one of us had one extreme reaction mm-hmm. to it, while the other one had the opposite, which rarely happens nowadays. We're usually kind of in tune, or if we uh, love one movie or hate another movie, we're kind of you know. We may disagree, but uh, we usually come out on the same side. Would you for the most say part. that more often than not, you're the one that loves it, and I'm the one that hates it? Um, you know, I am lenient on some films, but uh, you have a blind spot for uh, certain categories of for films. Ninja movies, yeah, yeah. For, uh, yeah. yes. If for they ninja have, movies, if there's ninjas or wrestling, you're a little nitpicky. You know? I'm a little dude. There's a um, friend of show Ryan, uh, mm-hmm. one of the hosts of the Craniacs podcast. Right. Uh, he and I kind of, I feel like it's an ongoing thing or maybe he's being serious and I'm like, ah, fuck you. You're funny. Like Alec Baldwin, <laughs> yeah, like Alec Baldwin in the, uh, uh, what the hell is that movie called? Uh, the Departed. The Departed. Yeah. Where he's like, ah, you want to say, fuck you. You know, like, I feel like that's me sometimes, but like he, he's always like, did Joe hate it? Joe probably hated it. Yep. Like, mm. I, I'm kind of infamous now for not liking stuff that he loves. Yeah. I don't mean to be a contrarian. No, it's just your nature. I just... <laughs> <laughs> it's just you. But that's... It's he not says a bad that's thing. He, he kind of alludes to the same thing. It's not like, a bad thing. It's Joe actually, probably hates it. It's a compliment because um, we know that we're getting the real opinion. You're not just following the party line, as they say. You're not kowtowing. Well, it's very important to me that people don't think that I... I say I don't like something mm-hmm. just to have a contrarian point of you view. You walk that walk. Like yeah. I like to like things. I like to come here. I like to be <laughs> I like liked. To I like to be liked. You're real. It feels man. good on my brain. <laughs> <laughs> you keep it real. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. Okay. So getting into most polarizing films mm. that we had opposite reactions to. Uh, let, let's check it out. Here we go. And the nominees for most polarizing are Made in Heaven. Romancing the Stone, Napoleon Dynamite, Wolf, Cabin Fever. Yeah, there's a, a few of those that that I definitely remember uh, having extreme passionate reactions to. <laughs> no, positive or negative? Well, like Made in Heaven was obviously a positive reaction. I really like oh, that yeah. movie. I like the I like the concept of it a lot. Uh, I, I think that, that now that we're as far away from it as we are. I think I can agree that the execution, there's it leaves a lot to be desired, but I still really like the concept of what was going on. I like there. the idea, sure. Mm-hmm. Just uh, execution, maybe. Also, That's Wolf. Nice. I enjoyed Wolf. Uh, I have to... I, I cannot follow you there, Master Frodo. There's, yeah. there's a campiness and cheesiness that I, I appreciated with that That is movie. true, but uh, it, it it created the... It broke the cardinal sin of being boring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, now, here's the thing, though. And mm-hmm. even without looking at the results right now like I am, mm-hmm. I can I can obviously tell... Like, 
I could tell that those two wouldn't even be close to the top. Like, we didn't have as extreme reactions to those no. as we did to some of the other ones. However, uh, Cabin Fever <laughs> is one that I loved. I saw in a hotel room with Jen and I. We, we laughed. We, halfway through it, we were like, we got to do this on the... <laughs> well, that was afterward. <laughs> we got to do this on the podcast because this is like right up Joe's alley. He's going to love it. He's going to find all the things humorous that we're finding. He's going to get it. Yeah. And then and just nothing. I did, <laughs> I did not enjoy that movie. I did not enjoy that one. Did I did not see that coming. And Napoleon Dynamite is one of those movies that I'm just out on that everybody fucking loves. Love mm-hmm. it. That I was just yeah. like, mm. love it. Is that yours, Napole- uh, Napoleon? <laughs> <laughs> Call me Napoleon. <laughs> That's his new name. You want some of my tots? <laughs> he doesn't Come offer me. the tots. The dude tells him he wants Well, tots. fuck it. I'm not offering him tots. He's paraphrasing. Yeah. yeah. Wait, doesn't he? He does offer tots because yeah. he's got them in his pocket. Well, no, Does he, he not offer them no, to the girl in the, the dance? Tots. He's eating the tots, and the guy oh, wants the tots. Oh. And then he ends up... Sm- and he kicks them. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> kicks them. Smushes the tots. <laughs> Fucking weird, Does not keep man. Napoleon Dynamite from eating said tots. It doesn't, tots. doesn't no, keep no. a good man down. Uh, also, uh, does not keep Napoleon Dynamite from winning the most polarizing uh, category. But it was a close one. It man. did. Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, you think it was close? What's that? Yeah. Well, let's see. It's just a small margin. Yeah. 43% by 38%. Yeah. Cabin Fever came very close to winning that. Oh, too. interesting! As it should. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm still uh, shocked, Joe. I, I think that the audience got it right because we had very uh, not just. And the thing was with Cabin Fever, it was totally you and me. Yeah. Like having this differing opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if Tess was on that episode. No. But like Napoleon Dynamite, yes. I remember all three of us yep. having a fucking powwow. About Joe that versus movie. the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You no, lost. I, I, you I, did. I did lose. But Napoleon Dynamite won. Because I feel like everybody everybody loves that movie. Yes. Just, for good reason. I just don't it's get it. Comedic man. genius. We watched it again the other day. <laughs> it's hard. Just like, um, what was the movie you were talking about earlier? Hard to turn off? What We Do in the Shadows? Yeah. Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, God. Thing. I would not even put those in the same Cut sentence, from the same cloth. No, not even. You know what's funny though? It must be those creators because my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law like they love uh, Nacho Libre and they're like, "You love wrestlers, oh, you yeah. love wrestling, and Sarah you love Jack one. Black. You would totally dig this movie." So me and Sarah rented it and tried watching it. No. I couldn't fucking stand. It's not it. nearly as good. I never made uh, it all the way through, which <laughs> just goes to show the lightning in a bottle that was Napoleon Dynamite. It just, it just has a couple of random parts that are kind of funny because it's Jack Black, but it is a terrible movie. Like when he's like, "Get the corn out of my face!" <laughs> like that's a that's a pretty funny part. There, there you go. Best impression of twenty twenty. <laughs> there you go. Nominee. Tess is Jack Black. We're calling it now. Get the corn out of my face. <laughs> uh, so we're, we're, what do we got coming up next here? So well, Napoleon we're gonna, Dynamite, congratulations, you shitty film. <laughs> we're going to break up, break up the monotony here a little bit because uh, we're about halfway through. Um, and we're going to play a little uh, best of clip here. Uh, of some of the musical moments that happened throughout the 2019 season. Now, if you're a regular listener, you know that Joe and I like to break out into song every now and then. Sometimes he'll say something that'll inspire me and vice versa. Uh, and uh, we, once you get us on a song, and usually Joe, it's hard to get him off. Uh, and that what? will be... <laughs> <What>? <laughs> that was an unfortunate use of that phrase. It's actually pretty easy. <laughs> Ask anybody. They call me Premature Peter. (laughs) (laughs) And to see just how easy that is. uh, Did you just see him headbutt his fucking last time? Yes, I did. (laughs) (laughs) You're a jackass. 
<laughs> Fucking jackass. Oh well, well, while we collect ourselves, oh. <laughs> here's a lovely montage of some of the best musical moments from the 2019 Editing Bay season. And he had said, he was like, I was at first I was afraid. I was petrified. Making... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I was petrified to think that I could go on living with you by And I've spent so many nights thinking how you did me wrong. And I grew strong. And I learned how to carry on. And so now I'm back. They have these things in the game. It called It's called Materia. And they give you different spells. And you can actually kind of... Living in a Materia world. And I am a Materia. 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 <laughs> what other notes do you have about this movie? Yeah, I'm all on notes. Yeah, I'm all out of notes. I'm so lost without you. You got dumps like a truck. So truck, truck. That's like what, what, what? Baby, move the butt, butt, butt. I think I sing it again. She got dumps like a truck, truck, truck. That's like what, what, what? All night long. Let me see. <laughs> 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 They've been growing babies. Oh, let's pick baby number two one five. We're in the farm and babies are slaves and, uh, are all workers. That's gonna be a little little Harper Cucinati, right? I'm going hungry. I can see you. Clearly we don't know the words to this song. And even that climax where he's uh building the the water wall. Um So maybe gonna be the one that's my favorite oasis song, Waterwall. And after all Jenny and the Witch. Yeah. Yeah. Jenny and the witch. Jenny and the witch. Jenny! I went with the... Uh... Jenny! <laughs> Jenny! Jenny! Jenny and the, and the witch! witch. <laughs> and he started singing I started some singing shit. that 70s show, uh, the theme song. Hanging out, out down the street. You never watched that 70s that, show? No. The same old king. That's what it is. We, we did, did last week. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not a thing to do. But talk to you. We're all all right. We're all Hello, Wisconsin. What I want, you got my heart. And life is like a mystery here in Duck Bumberg. There's cars, there's airplanes. It's a duck blur. You make my dreams come true. Woohoo! If you're in doubt, <laughs> and if you're in danger, take a look all around, and I will be there. I'm sorry, I'm just thinking of the right words to say. I know they don't sound the way I planned them to be. And if you win one round with nobody, I promise you, this movie's a piece of shit. No. Man, it's just uh, a, a little more appropriate because Napoleon Dynamite ended up winning that last uh, yeah, That's right. And I'm just like, uh -huh. what's uh, funny is, uh, yes, uh, based on a novel by Sapphire. <laughs> that's right. Prussian. <laughs> Your mama's pussy, Prussian. 
No, one precious impersonation per episode. It's the third one tonight. Dude, I was doing it on the stoop of the door. Yes, we were walking in. We were walking in. I have that on my ring doorbell forever now. Thank you. I was like looking in his camera for his ring, and I'm like, hey, there's pressure. Oh, oh man, we're gonna have to do precious on the podcast. No, no please, no, please <laughs> we're gonna God, have to. Please, God, what? No, I've never, I've never seen it, and I don't want. To. Well, before this idea gains any traction, I'm just gonna. The worst thing you could have yeah. done is tell me you don't want to see the movie. Yeah, j- j- <laughs> Tess, what are you thinking? Mark? Now I'm like, I've seen it. Oh, we're gonna yeah. watch <laughs> many <a> times. <laughs> no, no. Yes. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Don't make me watch it again. <laughs> Let's get back on track. We're now entering the uh, recast segment of our award show, and this is where we um, uh, hand out awards for the best recast. If you're a fan of the show, if you listen, you know that we end every episode uh, by recasting the uh, film du jour with uh, contemporary actors, you know, or sometimes it's an ensemble cast from another film that we're just putting in this film. Uh, so we have three categories coming up where we award the best recast. It's either done by you or I or Tess or, or one of our lovely guests. So here's here's the thing that I love about this mm-hmm. is, in Tess, you'll, you'll notice this. It, w- the way that Joel sets up these categories... <laughs> He's, you love he's, this. He's My so, syntax. He's so inconsistent. It'll be like Neil Patrick Harris as Frank and Furter in the Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> Character then he'll name. say stuff like um, Michael Rooker as like <laughs> Kevin Spacey in Superman. Like he he's never consistent about like actor and character. I did like uh, I say that, and now I'm looking at the list, and you're very consistent. But you know, on this when list. we get to female, I think we're going to find some offending. Uh, <laughs> so keep that there. in mind as we go through these next right. ones. <laughs> But for now, uh, we'll hand it over once again to Lauren to read the best male recast nominees. My Take it best away. friend, Hank Mardukas. <laughs> and the nominees for best male recast are Michael Rooker as Lex Luthor in Superman Returns, Bill Hader as the Joker in Suicide Squad, Tom Hardy as Leonidas in 300. Neil Patrick Harris as Frankenfurter in The Rocky Horror Picture Show. Adam Driver as Eric Draven in The Crow. I'll tell you, man, that Crow recast is inspired. I don't know if it's because, you know, Adam Driver has had a good, like, decade, you know, where we've seen him. He's got, especially this year, we've got Rise of Skywalker, and then you've got Marriage Story Story. that's on Netflix right now. Oscar buzz for that. Oh, yes. Uh, and so thinking about Eric, him playing the Eric Draven character... It'd be perfect. It's super inspired. I think that's a great choice. What, what horrible choice did the audience make here? Well, the audience made uh, an inspired choice, I think, because they awarded me the uh, win with Neil Patrick Harris as Frankenfurter in the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes. Oh, totally seems movie. like something he could do. He can sing. Uh, he's got the body. He can dance. He's... Uh, the body. Androgynous. <laughs> He does. Hey, Can't you picture him wearing got the body of the Jesse Ventura body? Have you That's seen right. him in the ring? <laughs> the Pontiac Silverdome this weekend, SummerSlam. However, Joe, I will say a close second was your yeah. uh, Bill Hader as the Joker yeah. for Suicide it, Squad. You know what? That and got the, my vote. Informed vote. by his performance in It Chapter 2. Yeah, he's great. Mm-hmm. He's so good in And that also, movie. he got nominated for that show, Barry, that he does, right? Oh, he's really good in that. Yeah. That's a good That's show. what I hear. Uh, yeah, you know what? Hey, I like NPH. I think if anybody's going to take on a role from Tim Curry, 
especially this role of Frankenfurter, I think NPH is great. I mean, he did Hedwig. That's right. And Hedwig's not exactly a huge departure from Rocky Horror Picture yeah. Show, so why not? I I am surprised that Tom Hardy as Leonidas got zero love. Yeah. Oh, really? No votes? They got zero votes. Uh, I think that speaks more to the strength of the other nominees, Joe, than I, to... Uh... That particular entry. I think you're right. Speaking of strong nominees, let's check out the best female recast. And the nominees for best female recast are Samara Weaving as Harley Quinn in Suicide Squad, Queen Latifah as Whoopi Goldberg in Sister Act, Haley Steinfeld as Jennifer Love Hewitt in I Know What You Did Last Summer. Isla Fisher as Lois Lane in Superman Returns. Olivia Wilde as Trinity in The Matrix. Yeah, that's, that's not bad. Yeah, that's my favorite, actually. Mm. Especially after her turn in uh, <laughs> Trod Legacy, yes. where uh, she's playing a very similar role in the black spandex and uh, kicking yeah. ass, right? Yeah, Looking no, I, cute. I, I think so. It, it's, it's not bad. Uh... I don't know, man. Like I, I feel like we had some better recasts throughout the. I couldn't even begin Thanks, to tell you, Joe. But I think <laughs> you laud me for all the hard work you, I do, and you then you fucked this one up. Shit on all of no, my entries. This. Hey, uh, who, who won this one? Uh, well, it's like the Joel. Uh, yes, it looks like I did win for Queen Latifah as, as Whoopi Goldberg, <laughs> not uh, the character's name. What's the character's name? It's like Dolores Claiborne or something like that, right? That's a Stephen King <laughs> no, book. Whatever. <laughs> that is the title of a Stephen King book. It's Dolores That something. is 100% really? not the name of the character. <laughs> that's a book, right? Dolores yeah, Dolores something. Claiborne. Yeah. Dolores wow. Van Cartier. That is, uh, that's, that's what it is. That is a horrible choice. Nobody would have known that. I think that's a horrible choice. Yeah, what? Crazy. Queen Latifah's Whoopi Goldberg? So we have Samara Weaving as Harley Quinn yeah, in Suicide Squad. I did enjoy I that. think I, that is the... And not just because it's my... Sure. No, that's yours. That's that you. Your I think bit, we yeah. both said that. Oh, that's right. Actually, no, that's yours. That should be yours. No, I think that was both of us. Oh, you know what? We we, we both did. said I that. I think that's we right. both did that. And, and I think one. that was way better. Even Haley Steinfeld as Jennifer Love Hewitt in that one's better. Queen that's Latifah pretty good. Yeah. as... As Whoopi Goldberg That's and perfect, Sister Joe. Act, and our listening audience agrees. <laughs> Thanks, tell and them, Tess. And if there's if there's anything that our uh, our listening off audience is, it's always right. That's They're right. It's always right. They get all this right. Well, let's see if they uh, were as successful with this next category as we round out our uh, recast segment. Bringing in the rear is the uh, <laughs> the rear. Goddamn, fucking twelve year olds into the podcast. Bringing in the rear is uh, the best ensemble recast, and this is where we take uh, an entire cast from another film or TV series or property. I remember one year you did the Muppets in Space Jam. It, yeah, we, the Muppets we called Space it Space Spaceball. That's right, because you changed it to baseball from <laughs> yeah. basketball. Baseball. Inspired. Uh, we were uh, hanging out with uh, who was it? It was like Derek Jeter. Yeah, it was uh, the Yankees. It was going to be a baseball movie. I loved it. Let's see if the nominees (laughs) this year hold up. Take it away, Lauren. And the nominees for Best Ensemble Recast are the cast of the Marvel Universe in Suicide Squad, the cast of Hot Rod in Napoleon Dynamite, the cast of Pitch Perfect in Sister Act, the cast of Independence Day in Transformers. The cast of 21 Jump Street in Cabin Fever. Wow, we wow, we wow. Well, I like uh, the cast of Pitch Perfect for Sister Act. Joe, that was one of yours. Yeah. And that's fantastic. Everybody can sing. Female-led cast, for the most part, uh-huh. uh, with a couple of guys uh, peppered in there. But uh, I thought that was really good. That's yeah. my vote. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think anything I did was probably the best choice. <laughs> 
I mean, I did, I did pick one of your picks as well. What did you pick? Hot Rod for uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, oh, interesting. I mean, they're, well, they're, they're almost the same movie. Exactly. Very similar. Except but, one is way better. But I, That's exactly. right, Napoleon and it has, Dynamite. It has Andy Samberg. Exactly. Oh, I see what you did there. Well, the audience agrees because Hot Rod for Napoleon Dynamite is the winner. I like to refer to it as Rodimus. Ensemble Rodimus. As Rodimus Prime. Rodimus Hot. Uh, no, it, it, you know what? That's so funny. It's a shame because it doesn't make me like Napoleon Dynamite anymore. Oh, <laughs> like, really? Yeah, Even really if you picture I, your... Man, I, if I picture Andy Samberg... Beloved... Uh, no, because I'll just watch Hot Rod. <laughs> <laughs> and right. then I get to watch the Chris Parnell scene where he's like, I think yeah. I've illustrated it perfectly with this tattoo. <laughs> Here's a defiant young boy. And you see he's got two streams of urine where he's one side, he's peeing on an FM radio. I remember that. And the other one, he's peeing on a TV. <laughs> I like to think that he had sex the night before, and he has a little bit of residue in his urethra, causing him to urinate in two different directions. I just love it. I love him. I love that he's that line where he's like, AM radio will reign supreme yes. once more. Listen to our Hot Rod episode from a couple of years ago. Oh, God. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's good. Um, well, congratulations, Joe. Thank you very much. Well, I appreciate right. that, guys. Thanks so we're going to get back into our uh, categories here. Um, but before we get into the next one, uh, which is our best guest host category um we have uh, Our controversial we have a special yeah, i know right of- yes uh, much much to do about that uh but uh we're gonna hand out a special achievement award actually this year we don't do it every year in fact we haven't done it since uh gosh i think brian harden yeah won for his special achievement <laughs> i still have the plaque in uh, <laughs> that's right brian if you're listening From six years ago send us your address so joe can offload <laughs> that sure shit not gonna fucking mail it but this year our achievement award uh is presented to our very own tess that's Woo! right because uh he he's not a guest host he is he is a new host. Yeah. He is a co-host. The new host. That's right. Oh, Wait, the new host. What are you talking about? The, the, the new host. Trying to tell me something? Are you, are you guys talking about something? I don't know. So if you no. strike me down, I should become more powerful than you could possibly That's imagine. Right. Uh, so uh, now Tess, Tess is going to wear me on his back and do backflips and stuff. Run, I'll be like, run. Jess, feel it. <laughs> Lift rocks and shit. Oh my god! Taking you under his wing <laughs> as your padawan. Uh, so, uh, congratulations, Tess, for uh, a year's worth of uh, fine podcasting, and uh, oh, we've got a little clip of some of your highlights from the 2019 season oh, wow, to commemorate this auspicious occasion. Oh, wow, this will be good. <laughs> and the 2020 Eddie Award for a Special Achievement in Podcasting goes to Tessalem Akinpelu. This is right. the Editing Bay on the Next Wave Radio Network. My name's Joe. Mine's Joel. And this is where we come to talk about movies. Sometimes a good movie, sometimes... You know what? At some point, I want Tess to just start, like, shouting his name. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's my Tess. name's Tess. Joe. Tess. Try it again. My name's Joe. I'm Joel. Tess. And this is where we come to talk about movies. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know about all that. I would have been here last week. Yeah. If it wasn't Whatever. Joe. So we, uh, I watched Wolf and we, everything. We watched. <laughs> I was hanging out with my friends from college. Oh, was no. like, I was like, yeah, I want to be on a podcast and everything, so I can't stay here for too long. I'm just waiting on them to let me know to head that way. And <laughs> as we're there hanging out, I get the notification, the editing video is now live. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? 
I used to poo in public places as a little kid. Like we used to go. You're like Chris Tucker from the first Friday. Everybody, I'm smoking every everybody here taking a shit. Honestly, exactly. We used to go into stores when I was a little kid, like Walmart and other places. It was the Walmart. My family, my family would be they'd be walking with me, and, and they're like, "We're Tesco," and I'd be dropping drugs. Crouch. Where would you do it? Was in there a place bed. that you? No, in my bed. Man, Probably. we got to the light bulbs, and I just knew. <laughs> Time to shit. So we've got this bit that we've come up with oh, at work, Joel. Oh, yeah. It's Tesselum sings the hits. <laughs> oh no! Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> we've got this whole like yeah. list of songs. Tesselum sings the hits. Uh-huh. <laughs> Listen to Tesselum Akinpelu okay. sing "Sounds of Silence." Hello, Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> or the theme up. song to One Tree Hill. I don't want to be in a <laughs> what I've been trying to be lately. <laughs> or John Mayer's No Such Thing. I want to run through the halls of my high school. I want to scream at the top of my lungs. <laughs> Michael Jackson's Don't Stop Till You Get Enough. Don't Stop Till You Get Enough. Come on. Come on, come on, Joe, come on! Annie Lennox, no more. I love you. Oh, God, no. Shooby dooby doop doop doop. That was great. Bro. There you go, that buddy. Welcome man. aboard. Thank, thank you. you for a year. No, thank uh, you guys. Of some of the best moments we've had on this podcast. That's true. Thank you guys. Oh man. Uh, all right, so. We've had a lot of colorful personalities on the show that is true. over the past year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um, wow. <laughs> this, Here we go. This brings us to like... Let's break it down. It's like the Marissa Tomei moment oh, yeah. for, the, for the Eddie Awards where it's like, the, the what the fuck it's is happening. going on? So obviously we were going to have a lot more attention, I think, in this category because it's actually a category that doesn't involve one of the three of us yeah. being nominated as a, as a, as a winner or a, po- a possible winner. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, we've got uh, our the people, some people that have joined us on previous episodes mm-hmm. this year. Um, some of us, uh, we've visited with some of them in previous years as well. Like of people course. like Hillary Evan Thomas, oh, yeah. Luke Hawkins, Lauren Burnson, uh, Jason Cox was on the show That's years right. and years ago. Um, but yeah, so we put out the call like, hey, go, come out and, and put your votes in, get your votes in. And we got, you know, a, a certain number of votes. In each of the categories, mm-hmm. take that number and like quadruple it, <laughs> and that's how many votes we got for this one. All right, but don't uh, spoil the gonna, winner. I'm not going to say. No, I'm not going to say what's going on. <laughs> All I'm going to say is there was clearly a moment mm-hmm. where a couple of our nominees yes. saw like what was going on. When you vote, you could see the results. Right. A couple of our nominees saw the results. And maybe put the call out. I think there was some lobbying. <laughs> maybe some lobbying. On the part of these two nominees. I can't imagine that they did this without getting bots involved as well. <laughs> it does seem highly unlikely. Because <laughs> I'm like, or someone's got a lot of free time. Someone do a program? Like, what or is something. going on with this? All I have to say is, like, between two of our nominees, mm-hmm. the vote numbers skyrocketed. Yeah. They got, like, 95% of the vote between the two of them. Yes. And uh, the rest, not so much. But that doesn't mean they weren't as deserving. <laughs> As a best ghost, best ghost, best guest in nomination. <laughs> so let's uh, stop down for a second and hear who the nominees were for best guest host. Take it away, Lord. And the nominees for best guest host are Luke Hawkins, The Last Airbender. We are talking about an anime that has been adapted into an American-made 
live action yep. film. Because we know how to take their properties and do them right. Am I right, guys? <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Such a great well, history. I mean, there's Star that. Wars. MAGA. We took, <laughs> we took this. <laughs> Make anime great again. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Lauren Bernson, Transformers. That is my favorite scene because that whole sequence, starting with yeah. him interrogating Sam, the evil car transforming, chasing after Sam, uh, and Bumblebee then them escaping. Yeah. yeah. That is the whole premise of Transformers in a nutshell. Yeah. yeah. Good guy, bad guy in disguise, and they reveal themselves and they go toe to toe. That's uh-huh. a good point. That's a good point. Hillary Evan Thomas, X Men Apocalypse. So let's talk about Apocalypse. Let's for just do a that, please. So how much Not was the budget for this film? It was a hundred and what forty six seventy eight hundred and seventy eight. And how much do you think they spent on Oscar Isaac's makeup? Oh my gosh, uh, like twenty bucks. Five bucks. They went to Party bucks. City. Yeah, and they're like, let's get a giant dick costume and paint it blue. <laughs> Sarah Barnes, X Men Apocalypse. The only thing that is my big takeaway is in the theaters. I went oh, finally. They're treating Jean right. Because uh, I love the way that Sophie Turner plays her. Um, I like that it led into what could be the worst X-Men movie (laughs) or the best X-Men movie. (laughs) Shannon Rasmussen, The Twilight Saga, New Moon. She said she was in love with Jacob. She said the words that she loves Jacob. She says she loves him. Did she say in love? She doesn't uh-huh. say in love. There's a difference. Bro, she said she loves him. The technicality. technicality. There's a big technicality that is for females. Up. He's 16. Big. No. Jason Cox. Remo Williams. The Adventure Begins. I still have nightmares to this day of the guy drowning in the concrete. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. And the one worker that is kind of like, oh. <laughs> like, why is no one scrambling to help this guy? Oh, my God. Well, to be fair, they just saw Remo Williams run across the concrete and pull a full on Jesus Christ. They were still jumping about it. <laughs> oh. Clearly recorded that episode in Jigsaw's basement. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Want to play? Want to record a podcast? Tess, Jason Cox, and I were chained to separate walls with a fucking hacksaw in the middle of the. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, so you're not allowed to ever go and have yeah. us record an episode Sorry. on our own again. It would have worked. It was so funny. We ended up. I don't know if you heard it, Tess. We ended up. Uh, Joel recorded like this. Uh, uh, like a little disclaimer yeah, before the, the episode, yeah. and it was this weird. Tell the story like, again. <laughs> it was this weird thing where he's like passive aggressive. I mean, I thought I left <laughs> clear enough instructions, <laughs> but I guess I didn't. I was trying to take like, the blame, and it no, sounded off. In, in taking the blame, you made it sound like we were just idiots. <laughs> in retrospect, I realized I could be taken that way, and I apologize. It was totally my fault. Uh, so <laughs> you want something done right? You got to do it yourself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just or enlist a whole bunch of uh, like bots and people to vote oh, for you. There you go. That's and another that, that, way to win a category, is, isn't it? It is so crazy. Now, uh, you know what? Let's go ahead and announce the winner, okay. and then I will kind of explain a little bit of what I know from behind the scenes. So the uh, the winner goes to Jason Cox for Woo! the Remo Williams The Adventure Begins <laughs> episode. So, Despite the audio quality. So I, uh, I learned a little something before we started recording mm, here. What's that? Uh, and that is like... The, I guess Jason was hanging out with his family, mm-hmm. and they were talking about the voting and what was going on. Oh, and he great. was like, "Hey, you know, it's it's so weird because like I'd kind of pull ahead, I'd get a couple votes, and then like you know this other person would get a whole bunch of other votes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then like out of nowhere, and so I'd have some, I'd get some more votes, and suddenly they'd pull ahead again. 
And uh, and so I was just sitting there. I was talking to my family. We were laughing about it. Mm-hmm. And so my kids, I love them, mm-hmm. Uh-oh. ended up taking it on as a personal crusade. <laughs> and they ended up getting the word out and talking to all their classmates and stuff and like told them, vote, tell your friends to vote. Uh, grassroots and campaign. And they told uh, two friends. And then they I told two friends. Just like how Obama got two, uh, exa- it. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and so... Uh, so yeah, that's how Jason ended up getting this huge margin. It's ridiculous. Uh, a Man's whole a bigger. whole lot of the votes. Um, but you know what? That's on us because we didn't we say anywhere. Ne- we've yeah. never set up. We never rules. said you can only vote once. We didn't say. Uh, and you know what? Hey, lesson learned. Mm-hmm. In the future, we might have to try to monitor that a little bit. I don't so know. That way we know. No, <laughs> you know, I think once uh, you know, it's like a Lance Armstrong. Like once you figure out that you can cheat and win, <laughs> yeah, I think the, the gates are open. But they stripped him from his of his title. That's exactly what I'm saying. Eventually, <laughs> <laughs> and he lost his testicles right to cancer. That's what's going to happen. Because We're not going to give you cheats because <laughs> he will lose a testicle. That is part of the. <laughs> sorry, if he that accepts was, this award. <laughs> yes, he has to give to up a testicle. Give up a, a ball, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame none of the women won then because <laughs> then they'd have been like take it take their ovaries <laughs> oh the ovaries <laughs> right. hey eye for an eye a ball for an ovary oh god that's what I always say I don't think that's how that works that's how none of this works well some uh, some people lost more than balls and ovaries to this year show <laughs> I like this segment. I was really wondering how you were going to do this. <laughs> Some people, <laughs> I can't even go on with that. Uh, we lost, we lost a lot totally, of actors. It's actors. so funny when people die. <laughs> we do kind of make fun of, but it's because we're honoring them. And this is a funny podcast. We're, I know that, uh, <laughs> or at least we try to be. We try to be. We're fun. we laugh at each other yeah, and at ourselves. And you know what? That's what's. And important. hopefully, you'll get some laughs too, but also maybe some tears along with those that laughs. You can use as, as lube. Uh, we laugh. Oh my god. <laughs> Scott Tenderman, mm, those tears. Uh, so, with that thought in mind, here is uh, a montage of uh, some of the greats that we lost throughout the 2019 season, or people that we just talked about That's that right. time. Because I seen one of the long names. time like, ago. This person died a long time ago. Either way, they're dead. And here's some clips. <laughs> oh my God. Again, this is going to be something that sounds kind of dark. If Brandon Lee wasn't killed by the gun accident, he was going to die from pneumonia. In this film. Yes, he's just constantly soaking. He was soaking wet. He's shaking, <laughs> shivering. Like, there are parts where he's talking to people, and you could hear that. You know, like, when you're super cold, and you try to talk to someone, and you're like... <laughs> so, like, he's got the guy, and he's got the knife up, and he's like, I'm sure you remember. And I'm like, this poor Brandon, give him a jacket. Give him a blanket. I think I would have rather seen more Michael Caine than Vern Troyer. Oh, uh, you Troyer shut your dirty mouth. out, man. He yes, always creeps yes. me out. He's a creepy looking dude, but he's actually doing a really, um, dare I say, a nuanced performance. <laughs> nuanced? In this film. Like the, the fight scene in uh, Austin Powers' apartment <laughs> while Fred Savage is on the phone? Well, he's not doing much of the fighting there, but to be fair. He's in a bag being swung <laughs> and phases. <laughs> well, that's his character. His character doesn't speak. He can speak in real life, Joe. Well, not anymore, obviously. He's no longer with us. Old Albert Finney telling these stories to his new daughter-in-law. This is Albert Finney's movie, man. He's great in this. He's so charming. The people in my social circle were saying the name Albert Finney a lot more yeah? after this movie came out. But what a perfect way to kind of celebrate his life oh, and yeah. death. Yeah. Rest in peace, Albert Finney. Uh, we haven't really talked about Peter Fonda yet, because this is supposed to be a Peter Fonda tribute. Yes. This is definitely not the kind of movie that you want to be remembered for. No, no. When they're surfing next they're to surfing each other. They're surfing next to each other, and like Kurt Russell's going to jump on the car. But before he does, Peter Fonda's got to give him a little high five on the way He's out. He's like, man. all right, Snake. Go get him, man. 
Too Fast, Too Furious from 2003, directed by the late John Singleton. That's right. Great director in his own right, uh, but I don't know... Just straight-up great director. I think so. Yeah. I don't know that you can tell that, though, from this film. From this movie? So this is our Rip Torn Memorial. Uh, rest in peace. R.I.P. R.I.P. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. That's great. And, and you know what? <laughs> it's, it sounds hokey, but I, I kind of got a little emotional watching that, knowing that he is no longer with us. Yeah. And like, this is him saying that goodbye to his, the world. His eulogy, they should have played that as his funeral. <laughs> that, the, Oscar, the Oscars next year, I guarantee, during the In Memoriam They're section. They're not going to do that'll that. That'll totally be so many Rip other Torn on the, uh, on the underpants. Just going bye-bye. Bye-bye. So uh, we lost Rutger Hauer, man, from uh, from awesome movies like Sin City mm-hmm. and Hobo with a Shotgun. Uh, yeah, Hobo with a fucking Shotgun. <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That's right. Yep. Um, we, he was also in a little movie called Blade Runner. Not familiar with it. Whoa. Hmm. The whole is it rain or is it tears? Yes. Is this, yeah. Like tears in the rain. Yeah. Dude. Which apparently, like he he wrote it. He wrote that. He uh, wrote that that's shit. His, that will forever be his biggest contribution to film. Motherfucker and, and that's was not an insult. Poet. I'm no, just he saying. Was, he was great. Yeah. R.I.P. to the late great who just passed away, John Witherspoon. John Witherspoon. Oh, man. I heard about that. And, and man. we need to do something to honor him. We haven't done. We quote Friday next Friday like all the fucking time. <laughs> Friday barely, after next. He barely had next Friday. And time on the kitchen. Go in the kitchen. <laughs> Eating up all the In food. the goddamn refrigerator. <laughs> um, Nobody go in that bathroom for the next 35, 45, 45 minutes. minutes. Rest in peace. Open some windows. <laughs> some people I totally forgot that we had done tributes to. That's the weird thing about 365 days. That's right. I forget 265 <laughs> of them. That's generous. You only remember 10. <laughs> <laughs> what wait, wait. What? What? Hi, I'm Matt. Have, have we met? Oh my god, I'm terrible. Uh, what was uh, Owner uh, of number 10. Uh, <laughs> I bet that sounded a lot better in your head before you open your mouth. Cut that part out. It's so I'm late. A, I'm going to add on it's it. So it, late. it is late. It's 1 o'clock in the morning. 1 o'clock I in the morning. can't do math morning. after 12. And we still have two more categories to go, but here we come. These are the last two. And then the big ones, folks, the ones uh, we've all been leading up to. Uh, the first is our worst director category. Uh, we've got some doozies here, uh, some predictable ones, maybe some uh, not predictable ones, but uh, names that we all know and uh, movies that we all hate. So let's hear Lauren tell us who the nominees for worst director are. And the nominees for worst director are David Ayer for Suicide Squad, John Carpenter. For Escape from L.A. Brian Singer for X-Men Apocalypse. John Singleton for Too Fast, Too Furious. M. Night Shyamalan for The Last Airbender. No, there's, there are a lot of worthy uh, uh, recipients of this. Like, I wish I could award them to everybody. To everybody. <laughs> well, it's an honor just to be nominated, Joe. We all know that. Uh, but uh, for me... I got to give it to David Ayer for Suicide Squad. Yeah, I, I, I'm looking at the list of uh, other movies, and I enjoyed most of them um, to some extent. Uh, but Suicide Squad, I, I can't say the same for, unfortunately. Yeah, I see. My thing with David Ayer is it's not like he has this huge track record of doing great films. Uh, good point. <laughs> so I'm kind of like, uh, all right, you yeah. know what? He's no John Carpenter. He's he's no well. 
And John Carpenter has a very specific kind of set that he could do. Like, I, I don't... I guess I won't begrudge him too much. Escape from L.A. is a sloppy movie. Oh, yeah. And it's definitely, like, a poorly conceived sequel. And it's, like, ten years past its prime. There's still something that's kind of campy about the movie that works. But it, it, it I, there are other movies of his that age way better that are way older. Absolutely. Like, you compare Escape from L.A. to The Thing, or Escape from New York, even. Or yeah. Or Big Trouble in Little China. And it's oh, like, wow, those films are timeless. They, they're so good. And Escape from L.A. is this so, like... It's so distinguishably, distinguishably 90s. Yes, that, like, I know. It's undeniably 90s, and it's a painful to watch for the most part. There's a few good things that stand out, but mostly, like, that's a rough one. I guess for me, it's someone like Brian Singer. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. when you get someone who's such a good filmmaker, right? you know, with usual suspects, apt pupil, X-Men, like, this guy has given us good films, and then, like, suddenly he did Superman Returns, and then he came back to the X-Men franchise with Days of Future with Past. the best which X-Men is movie. Which so good. Yeah. To follow that up with Apocalypse. I know. Was like, whoa. Quit while you're ahead, buddy. What the, what the fuck happened? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. yeah, everybody here deserves it. But there's some that obviously deserve it more. Test. Like, like M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love that guy. But, I mean, this is definitely his worst film. He's got I've a polarizing. He's got, he's got great films. Yeah. Um, and then he's got some stinkers. And... Last yeah. Fenderbender, Airbender is definitely one of them. Last Fenderbender, <laughs> the Last Fenderbender. I was in. Uh, no, yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's messy, and uh, he's at his best, I think, when he's um, directing his own scripts. Yeah, and I think that was the problem. No, th- this is his script, but, but it's but, not his property. Exactly. Yeah, and it was supposed to. That's I think another trap that you fall into mm-hmm. when so, when you create something and it's a planned trilogy or a planned the series. People, yeah. I know. Like you end up not giving people a complete story. Yes, telling the, chapters. The best, the best trilogy, like the best sequels, are usually like, especially the first movies. Like when they're not planning on doing more, mm-hmm. it's just supposed to be its own first complete film, like The Matrix. Mm, Back to the Future. That first movie is so good. Yeah. yeah. And it's because they weren't planning on doing more. Right. Like, this was it. This was the story. Star Wars. Yes. It was just supposed to be one film. Then they got all sequelized out. Back to the Future, like mm-hmm. you said. Uh, but, yeah, when you go into it, like, and we were silly with that in the late 90s, <laughs> early 2000s, where everything was a planned trilogy. It was like, settle the fuck down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Remo Williams, The Adventure Begins. <laughs> where hey, was... man. Remo Williams was a good movie. I know, but it was. where was The Adventure was Continued? The no, yeah. there was no more adventure. Mm-hmm. Gotta have balls. <laughs> uh, well, uh, the audience spoke, and they chose uh, right alongside you, Tess, with M. Night Shyamalan for The Last Airbender. Uh, that was just too much for them to take. Uh, I, I, where do we come down on him now? Because uh, he's kind of turned his career around a little bit, right? He's had some ebbs and flows, but he's... Has, what's uh, the last thing he's done? He did Glass last. Yeah. Glass last. Before that, he did Split. Glass, glass. Um, and uh, now I think he's working on a TV oh. show. And uh, yeah, man, he's 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 back in his prime, I think. Huh? Oh. I'm in my prime. I didn't know he did the last two. So did he do Unbreakable also? He did Unbreakable yeah. as well, okay, yes. So he did all th- okay. Joe's favorite M. Night Shyamalan movie. God, I can't I Listen to our movie. Eddie Awards from last year. I am not uh, a fan. Yeah, I am not a fan. Um, yeah, so uh, congratulations, M. Night Shyamalan. I think this is his second win. <laughs> oh, is it? What was on, the other one? On the one? Eddie's. I, I, can't, I think it was Unbreakable. I think he won for Best Polar. Oh, this is Most Polarizing. You're absolutely yeah, right. I think Unbreakable won. Wow. So congratulations, M. Night Shyamalan, <laughs> on your second Eddie, uh, your fifth nomination. I'm just making up that number. I have no idea. <laughs> that sounds right. Uh, yeah, sound cool. All right. Well, here we are. This is it. This is the last category. And Joe, um, we usually... Uh, 
have five nominees for um, all of these categories, right? We've done it in years past. But we're going to take a cue from the Oscars. A few years ago, the Oscars came out and said, you know what? We're going we're gonna to change our rules. We're not going to constrain ourselves by numbers. If there are up to ten films that are worthy of the best film nomination, then goddammit, we're going to nominate ten films. And so, you know what? We decided... We're going to do the same thing. Wow. And uh, this is here to do it because uh, as I was compiling this list, Joe, I was having trouble narrowing it down to five. There's a lot of so bad movies. I was movies. like, uh, fuck it. I think yeah. all ten of these are deserving one way or another. <laughs> Check and, it. Uh, so, fuck uh, it. Football. football. So, Lauren, please read for us the nominees for Worst Film in 2019. And the nominees for Worst Film are Jack and Jill, Santa with Muscles, Fist of the North Star, Double Dragon, Heart Condition, Serenity, Undercover Heat, Dragon Ball Evolution, Rent, Steel. Well, Joe, if your uh, month of anime uh, produced nothing else for this uh, podcast, at least it gave a us some, lot of some nomin- nominations. Yeah. A bunch uh, of stinkers. Yeah, we got uh, Dragon Ball Evolution. and. Uh, but you know what? I will say that about Dragon Ball. It did start off me being on the podcast. Yeah. Even though it was a terrible So movie. see? There you go. Silver lining things. to that cloud. There's a playbook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's the silver lining to uh, Jack and Jill? Anybody? That it ended. Al Pacino. There was, there was, it ended. Uh, Comedic no, role for Al Pacino. It's so funny that Serenity made this list of worst films. Uh, Tess sent me an article. What, what was that article that you sent me yesterday or the day before? Oh yeah, about how apparently um, it was a list of the like, the greatest movies from 2019, the most underrated. You, yeah, that you didn't know about. And Serenity <laughs> happened to make that list. I mean, I, you know what? I th- I thought it was like it was. The best and worst movies it was of, like, the, of the decade. It was like uh, the best worst movies that that you've never you haven't that seen you hadn't seen yeah. that you hadn't heard of. And mm-hmm. yeah, this person really gets into the movie and like they're like, "What the fuck is even going on? <laughs> Who knows?" The fucking way it was marketed, it was like, "Why? Yeah. It's a movie that takes place in a video game, but the trailers to watch the trailers, you, you have, have no fucking no clue idea. that that's what's going on." And that's the biggest sin that it uh, that it uh, commits, right? Oh is yeah. That, uh, it leads you to think it's one thing, and then kind of pulls the rug out from underneath you. Audiences weren't having it. And here's the thing: like that's fine if you stick to your genre. Mm-hmm. But that was like, yeah, wh- what? Wait, yeah. what? Genre bending and not in a good way. Genre Claude Van Damme. <laughs> uh, uh, heart condition. Heart condition absolutely so deserves to be on this. And the and the problem with heart condition is back when heart condition was made, nobody thought anything about it. That's one of those movies, right. and it's it's painful. It's one of those movies, though, that when you look back, it's nothing but cringeworthy. Yeah, it's time a capsule. Yeah, and you're like, wow, we really need to keep that buried. There's another Denzel Washington movie. Oh. Uh, and I can't remember what it was called. I, I've shown it to you where he finds out he's the son of a white man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember you were telling yes. me. Yes. Yeah. I was like, we need to do that one, too. Denzel, for all his great work that he's done, his career started with some questionable fucking choices. <laughs> where it's like, whoa, okay. Like, there's this whole bit where he, he goes to track his father down, mm-hmm. and he, he finds him, and he finds out it's, it's a white man, and, like... Th- they go back to Denzel's... And, like, everything is horribly stereotypical. Oh, yeah. And it's like, wow. Whew, Ooh, this does not This does not age. At all, like this is this is really bad. <laughs> Not being admitted to the Library of Congress no, anytime soon. No, mm-hmm. but yeah, no. Heart condition has the distinction of having the scene where Denzel screams the <laughs> N word at Bob Hoskins so hard that he has a heart attack. 
Like that is just the weird. And I cannot. Sh- we can't show it to you. Nope. We can't play it. Just, I felt weird playing it for tests at work, but I was like, <laughs> a little awkward. Tests. A little weird. This is so fucked like, up. What is this? This is <laughs> fucked up. Uh, Other yeah. notable uh, nominees here for me: Rent. Rent um, may be considered successful by some, but for me, it just failed on it, it all levels. It didn't age well. It didn't for me. It didn't age, didn't age well. well. I liked it when I first saw it. Did you really? We, we talked yeah, about I guess that. So, yeah, that I liked it when I first you saw it. Yeah, that. we we talked you, about you that. Talked about that. that. That the theater uses the young versions of us that were a lot, a lot more true. idealized and like, yeah, let art breathe and live. Fuck the man. I liked some of the songs, but I mean, <laughs> yes, but that is because of the musical, not because of the, anything that this film did. You're In right. Fact, yeah, it, it it took what was a, a a great musical that people like, um, and just. Failed to uh, transfer yeah. it to uh, the, f- the medium it of film. It didn't translate. No. Yeah. No. It starts off with them standing on a stage yeah. singing the song the same it's way like, the musical does. It's like, well, yeah. no, that's not what we want to no, do. We, we want, want to get movie. people into a film. That's right. Uh, you know, stuff like Undercover Heat, I think. That's that's an easy target. <laughs> True. It's, it's late night Skinamax. It's softcore porn <laughs> that just happened to have Jeffrey Dean Morgan in it. It was yes. his first movie. <laughs> but a little, uh, a little ambitious. Uh, I mean, I think I remember you saying, like, I really like Athena Massey. I think she's a great actress. I thought she was good for this type of oh, softcore porn. Okay. It's no. a guilty pleasure. <laughs> yeah, she why is. wasn't this best guilty pleasure? <laughs> guilty pleasure. Trying to keep it pure. <laughs> it's for the families. Uh, no, there are a lot of movies here. Fist of the North Star. Fist of the North Star. I just wow. feel like that's too much under the radar. Like... I don't think a lot enough people saw it except for Clint Howard. Hmm. Clint Howard, by the way, in two of the movies <laughs> that, that have been nominated for worst picture, achievement in podcasting for 2020. Hey, and then there's another uh, Shaq nominee, Steel. Yes, yeah, Steel. <laughs> that's right. That's uh, right. Not a good film. And Steel and Jack and Jill. Oh yeah, Shaq right. in both of those. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, let's see uh, what our listeners decided was their worst film of 2019. Oh, Joe, boy. do the honors, please. Guys, the, the worst film of 2019, <laughs> Santa with Muscles. Yes, it was. <laughs> that is a good choice, the I think. <laughs> Hulk Hogan. And I wonder if maybe the recency effect was uh, come into play here with our it, listening audience. It could have, but it very well deserves to be the worst. That is true. No, no less deserving. It's, that film is a piece of it's shit. It's not... <laughs> I, I think if the Hallmark Channel has taught us anything, it's that it's not hard to make a decent holiday film. That's right. Yeah. And they, they had like 50 of them. They failed on every fucking count in this movie. Not only is it a bad Christmas movie, it's a bad Hulk Hogan movie. So yeah. th- it ends up pleasing nobody. And you nobody. hate Hulk Hogan movies. I do hate so Hulk Hogan movies. In, in the pantheon true. of Hulk Hogan movies, this is the worst of the bad Hulk Hogan movies. I didn't even know he made movies. I think we, I think we even talked. Like I had you rate. I was like, which one's worse? No holds barred or Santa with muscles? It's a tough one. Yeah. I still give the edge to No Holds Barred. Really? But, uh, I, 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 I would say No Holds Barred takes just because the production really? value of oh, yeah. No Holds Barred. It's pretty bad. It's more of a film than this is. Well, I mean, this wasn't a good one for me to start off with. <laughs> no, it was not for Hulk Hogan films. Oh shit! But for every uh, low lights that we had in 2019, we had. Uh, several highlights and so uh as we reach the end of another eddie award uh we always like to wrap up with uh maybe some clips some extra highlights that uh couldn't really fit in any other category but we're gonna throw them here in the end in a montage uh to leave you with a good taste in your mouth so uh mm. here please to enjoy open your mouth some highlights <laughs> from the 2019 editing bay season What's going on with? You're talking about how heaven, the idea of heaven, yeah, just, is very milk toast. And but, the but idea, you pronounce milk toast really weird. Milk milk toast. Milk toast. Milk toast. You're saying milk toast. It's milk toast. I'm looking it up now. Like I will vehemently defend. Like, vehement. 
vehemently. Vehement. Vehemently. <laughs> I will vehemently defend. WNBC. <laughs> I thought it was milk a toast. <laughs> no. What was the number one song of 1993? 93. All right. So it's not Britney Spears. We know that. No. <laughs> I like, was I like that that's your litmus test. Like, <laughs> was Britney Spears a thing? <laughs> there's before Britney and there's post Britney. BB and, and PB. Everything else. That's right. <laughs> and if it's Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake, it would be PB and PB J. PB and J. My favorite sandwich. <laughs> Going back to the helicopter, though, how many of them were there? And how many? That, that's like a like how many nuns can you fit inside of a helicopter? All of them. It seems odd that uh, they were able. It seems like a hazard putting yeah. that many people in that small of a helicopter. Yeah, but yet they had the power of Christ. It compelled them. That's right. <laughs> it propelled them. <laughs> <laughs> the power of Christ, Christ propels you. you. <laughs> Damn it, Cindy! I'm taking you out of there. <laughs> and they have this whole discussion. I, I do. Hold on. I do love that scene because. She's being totally calm and rational about the whole thing. She's like, man, you know, we just do this and we can do this and, and then we'll get him. And he's, yeah. like, he's like, all right, that's it. You're out. <laughs> Jen and I were both like, what? Wait, what's going on? He's like, you're too passionate. You're, you can't think straight. You're talking a mile a minute. You're too close to this, man. What would your father say? What would your father say? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, not all animation has to have like bunnies and talking animals yeah. and uh, princes and princesses. Mm-hmm. Even though this did have princes, that's and princesses. true. It did, didn't it? <laughs> it's just that they were punching their <laughs> yes, fists into yes. each other. Yeah. Jafar never like shoved his digits <laughs> into, into a line. Well, not in the Disney version. <laughs> Wait for the guy Richie live action. Or you mean the all guy version? <laughs> <laughs> oh God, it's Man Latin. Oh my God. You don't want the genie to come out. Don't rub the lamp. You ain't never had a friend like me. (laughs) (laughs) Did you watch the trailer for this film? No. Because there's a nice little play on words there. Is it like the Jewel of the Nile? Or no, the Romancing the Stone trailer? Where it's just Bob Hoskins. He's looking at the camera. The blacks are doing what? (laughs) I wish that would have been hilarious. But they they do say something about it. We're going to have to spread our tolerance. (laughs) And this time, you're coming with me. Oh, I want to see that trailer. Remember me from Roger Rabbit, uh, where I hated <laughs> tunes? No. This oh, no, time. No. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, my, oh, my God. God. Oh, what a way to end. <laughs> oh, man. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> a little sampling for the new listeners. Who are unfamiliar with the type of comedy that we do on this podcast? Well, now you know. And thus concludes another uh, uh, Eddie Awards. Excellent work, know. Joel. Thank you so oh, much. Hey, thank great you. Work. This is oh, amazing. Uh, this it was a great year, it. Tess. I'm glad that we had yes, you this welcome, year. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. Guys. Hope you stick around for another. <laughs> yes. I, I loved it. This was a great episode. <laughs> good, good. Well, hopefully uh, our, our listeners uh, agree and uh, stick around, subscribe, and uh, tell your friends about uh, our little podcast here. Yes, mm-hmm. and leave a rating and review on your podcasting app. We'd appreciate that. Five star rating would be fantastic, and a little review. Leave us a review. Let us know what you like about the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, if you have any criticism. <laughs> make it a five star criticism. Like, five-star. if you know what, complain about our racism, but just make it five stars, <laughs> and, and that's fine. Everybody yeah. wins. Five oh stars. my god, I really am so conflicted about you, including that last bit. It feels a little dirty, but uh, we're just, we're just having a, fun just a with it. Racism. Oh my it's funny. god, 
That's true. I, you know what? Look, I didn't make heart condition. Mm-mm. You did. I was just making fun of where it was coming from. That's all right. Um, all right. So, what are we going to do uh, next week in the new year? The Here we go. Movie? Well, you got the last one of 2019, so the honor's mine to uh, choose a, a film that we'll review uh, the, as our first for 2020. And I but think choose why <laughs> because we're uh, <laughs> because we're the, he chose Paulie <laughs> because we're um, in winter still. And I'm kind of still feeling that kind of snowy vibe. Uh-huh. Uh, and then also because uh, there's a certain director whose uh, name I won't be able to pronounce, uh, but who's getting a lot of... Right? There's a, I always screw it up. Yeah. What's the director's name? Director's name is uh, Bong Joon-ho, uh, who you may recognize it's, as... And it's also the name of the song at the end of Slumdog Millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> Bong Joon-ho! <laughs> Bong Joon-ho! I'm making your dog bark. It's one o'clock in the morning. I'm sorry, My Chad. dogs are barking. Um, and, uh, he, Bong Joon-ho! He's got a film right now. That actually, it just won. Oh, <laughs> Nobody remembers Slumdog Millionaire. It's like 10 years ago now. But he directed Parasite, which just won, Joe. The, the best of the... <laughs> Just won the best foreign film at the Golden Globes this Did past you see uh, weekend. I haven't seen the film. I <gasps> uh, hear it's good. Yes. You saw it? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's good stuff. Well, I, then I can't wait to see another film by the same director that came out in uh, what was that, 2013 or so, starring uh, Chris Evans. Oh, yeah. about a uh, ass. post-apocalyptic world. <laughs> yes, that's, that's right, right. America's ass, uh, <laughs> and a train that's just uh, going around. In a, a a winter world, right? A winter wonderland. Winter wonderland. <laughs> it's, film. it's like the Polar Express with guns. That's right. Pelham one two three with snow. If Tom Hanks were to murder you, reference Pelham one two three. That's the only train movie. That's a deep <laughs> cut. <laughs> nobody saw that movie, what? and also nobody saw the original version. What about the three ten to Yuma. There's an original version. <laughs> yes, with Walter Matthau. Oh, you're so young, Tess. I, I, He's like, who's Walter Matthau? Yeah. I was, I was <laughs> you think the only Pelham was the Denzel one? I really thought Holy that. Holy shit. That's... Did you know there's a Manchurian candidate before the Denzel Manchurian candidate? Mm-hmm. You just no. blew his mind. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, thought, I think he genuinely I, did not I know that. I thought these were all original Denzel movies. Oh my God. I thought that's why he's such a great actor <laughs> and why everybody loves him. They're all classics. <laughs> Everybody knows them. It's like, oh my god! Like, so, what was the original heart condition? <laughs> no, that was that was no prequel. That was the original. So next week we're gonna do Snowpiercer. Cool. On the editing bay. I like that movie a lot. Have you seen it, Tess? No, I it's have good not. stuff. Well, hopefully, good. I will like it as well. To it. Or it will be the most polarizing film <laughs> right. of 2020. Well, thank you guys. Thanks for joining us uh, another year here on the podcast. We've got an exciting year planned for you that will probably uh, jettison halfway through. <laughs> 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 Can't wait to hear what that theme is. Until then, Jeff, thank you very much, sir. <sighs> Tess, great having you. Joel, thank always you a guys. pleasure. The pleasure's all mine. Lauren Burnson, thank you so much yes. for helping us out with thank this you. episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank you, listeners. We'll catch you next week for our first episode, fresh episode of 2020, Snowpiercer. We'll see you then. Thanks, guys. That's fucking gold.